All right, welcome back to the Plant-Based Fitness Secrets Podcast. This is the podcast if you are vegan, vegetarian, plant-based dieter that wants to transform your body, transform your health, and take it to the next level. Again, this is about weight loss, but also about muscle gain, about strength gain, and overall about performance maximization. And today, I want to talk about a topic that definitely comes up a lot, is very present in the fitness scene or in the dieting kind of cycle, um, circle of people trying to lose fat, lose weight, but also with people that are switching to a vegan or plant-based diet. And the topic is, hey, I'm feeling restricted. I feel like I can't eat the foods that I enjoy. And obviously this can be dissected into different directions here and I want to approach this topic with a lot of down-to-earth kind of advice because I think a lot of influencers or a lot of coaches nowadays um, have the stance of like two extremes either they have the extreme of you need to restrict yourself you need to cut out all processed foods right no sugar no oil no salt right no nothing, only whole foods. And you have to be perfect with everything. You even have to choose the right pan. You have to grind your nuts. You have to soak your lentils, right? And then we have the other category of, of coaches or influencers, I guess, that take the other route that is more of a, you can eat whatever you want as long as you stay within your macros. You can eat Pop-Tarts and still lose weight, Right? So those are the two extreme camps that exist nowadays. And maybe you found yourself in either one of those. I can say from my own experience and own journey, I found myself in both of these. So I can fortunately talk from experience on what it's like to be in either of those camps and how to actually approach nutrition that is success and results driven, but also sustainable, enjoyable, right? So looking at the first camp I was in, I was definitely in it if it fits your macros camp. So a few years ago, I feel like that was the biggest hype that we had in the fitness space where a lot of big influencers, a lot of big fitness personalities uh, were constantly uh, talking about how it really only matters to hit your protein, fats, and carbs. And you can fill that number, like those daily targets, with whatever gets you there, right? Maybe it is protein shakes, protein bars, and a lot of chicken. And then the rest of the day, you can fill with ice cream or you can have some some chips. And yes, you can have some veggies, but not really, right? Because all you need to do is just hit your macros. And to be honest with you, like the first thing here, it's really important for me to be honest and transparent on this podcast, that it works, right? It works to eat those foods as long as you hit your macros and you will lose weight. You will lose weight. That's just the way our body works. It's, I mean, that's a whole different debate. We'll probably do a different episode on that. Uh, the debate on, hey, calories in versus calories out. Does it actually, is it actually true? Is it actually based on science? Or is there more, I guess, intricacies that are not being talked about? In general, though, I've tested this for myself. It has worked for, um, for thousands and for millions of people. Macros do work. If you have a macro framework in place, you're going to lose weight. It's just the way it is. It's loss of thermodynamics, right? But here's the thing. 
so what happens when you eat Pop-Tarts and I, wanna, I don't know why but I like to say Pop-Tarts, but I think it was just like a lot of YouTubers doing this fully of eating. And it was like <laughs> Pop-Tarts, uh, like ice cream, like trying to fit it in, right? Now, the thing is here, this obviously kind of counteracts the, the topic of this, of this episode, which is feeling restricted. Like I can't eat the foods I enjoy, but if it fits your macros, you can eat whatever you want. So that's pretty good. It's pretty amazing, right? So I do want to say that that's definitely a benefit of the If It Fits a Macros diet, and it's a big benefit. Like, I think if you can eat whatever you like for the rest of your life and stay in shape, that's a pretty good deal, right? So don't discard it from that. The thing, though, is that once you do that, what happens is your health is going to... Yeah, I don't want to say deteriorate, it's a bit dynamic, uh, dramatic, but your health will definitely be impacted in a negative way because a lot of these foods, especially chicken, right, especially uh, rice, and especially like ice cream and uh, like protein shakes, they're not very nutrient-dense. Like they're nutrient-dense in terms of macronutrients, but micronutrients are missing. Fibers missing, minerals, vitamins phytonutrients and over time what's going to happen is that person's going to look great from the outside but from the inside they're going to be they're going to be dying hey guys if you have been enjoying the show so far and getting a lot of value from it and you want to keep having it sponsor free ad free which i will keep it i will not add any sponsors on here but if you have been enjoying it have you considered leaving a rating and review on itunes that would really help pay it forward as I don't do any ads in here. The way you do it is pretty simple. You go to the podcast page, you scroll down to the bottom, there you see the stars, and it takes you literally one minute and really helps us grow and helps us help more people. Thank you so much. Let's get back to the episode. But from the inside, they're gonna be they're going to be dying, basically. Which again is also very dramatic. Get what I mean? But internally, they're setting themselves up for a long-term some health complications. Right? If you're missing out on nutrients, if you are missing out on minerals and phytonutrients, you're just missing out on a lot of potential protection from certain diseases, right? Pr- protecting yourself from disease when you eat uh, a lot of nutrient-dense plant-based foods. You are building your gut, right? You are feeding your gut flora with plant-based foods. And even though it sounds funny, like feeding your gut flora, it really means that you're your gut is flourishing, right? It's like a garden. It's, it's healthy. It can take on a lot of things. Our gut is a super important um, part of our body, of course, and I'll do it, definitely do a separate episode on that. But it's basically the central system of our body and everything is connected to your gut. So your immune system, your brain, uh, your mood, right? Obviously digestion, your bloating. So... There's a lot of issues with just focusing on macros. And again, some of them are just missing out on nutrients. Some of them are gut issues, right? And that's why if it's in macros, unfortunately, it's not the answer, right? I mean, the principle itself definitely works. But, and it again counteracts the kind of the, the problem of this episode, feeling restricted. But while solving the feeling restricted part, it will create new problems. So maybe you won't feel restricted doing that, but then you will feel low energy because you made out missing out on nutrients. You will feel you have gut issues. Again, you will you get sick more easily, 
and you just feel like everything is a bit more gray. Like I've tested it, I've done it, and again, it has worked. I was ripped and lean, but just you can think about like the world had a bit of a like a gray filter on top of it. Everything was gray and like low energy, and the food was really it's really mechanical. It's a mechanical way of living, right? Uh, just having chicken and ice cream. Um, that's not really a way of living. So that's not the answer, right? But now looking at the other side, is that the answer? Do you want to eat only whole foods, no processed foods, no ice cream, no nothing, but instead focus on the variety and the the huge array of food you have on a plant-based, plant-based diet and whole foods that you have access to? And the argument here is that once you do it for a while, your body will get used to it, your body will crave it, uh, you will feel so much better and you will not need any ice cream or cookies or uh, any enjoyment, right? Any burgers or social kind of foods. And that's just not true. Um, unfortunately, I've seen it in real life. Again, this is not my first rodeo. Um, I've coached with my team over, I think at this point, leading up to 2,000 people over the past uh, few years. And it's almost like a bit of a study, like a research study that we are we're basically holding, uh, coaching so many people over the last years. And we have a lot of people that actually come through that spectrum of, hey, I'm eating only whole foods. I'm trying my best. I'm doing my best. I'm really accurate with everything. And I'm actually still struggling. And most importantly, I have binge eating attacks. Like I have a very unhealthy relationship to food. I, I just see food good versus bad so if i have processed food i have to you know i have to throw the whole day away i have to eat the whole tub of ice cream i have to cheat the whole day and the weekend is off and drinking a lot of alcohol and then i start back and it's this constant cycle of eating 100 whole foods being really perfect and then being off track and it's really an endless endless cycle and the problem is it doesn't develop any results obviously but also you are building a very unhealthy relationship to food, a good versus bad relationship to food. And again, obviously we need to kind of categorize some some foods are better than others. We can definitely say that. But I think that way of eating is sometimes even more detrimental than if it's a macros because again, you're not really learning how food really works. It's just like, okay, this this is a whole food, this is good and everything else is bad. And Food just doesn't work that way. Like food is way more exciting than that. Food is way more um, powerful than that. And you can have burgers. You can have ice cream. And you can lose weight, lose fat, gain muscle, get stronger, and be at your pristine health. It is possible, right? So to kind of bring that point, what I wanted to talk about, if you currently feel restricted, like you can't eat the foods that you enjoy, the first part of this of this episode is really about realizing that you can eat any food you like. Like you are allowed to eat any food that you enjoy eating in a way that still drives results and well-being. So I'm not saying you can eat any food you like and then feel shitty after. I'm saying you can eat any food you like and be in the best shape ever and have the most energy ever. And how that works is you marry 
the best of both worlds, which is what we now program believe in, which is what I believe in is marrying if it fits your macros with a plant-based diet and meeting in the middle. Because when you combine the power of a plant-based diet that's based on whole foods, it's based on whole grains, nuts, seeds, legumes, vegetables, fruit, you combine that with some processed foods, especially protein source like tofu, tempeh, seitan, protein powder. Um, and if you are vegetarian, having eggs, having dairy, that's up to you, right? Um, and if you combine that with an if it's a macros approach where you focus on a macronutrient framework of protein, fats, and carbs that every single day is tailored to your goals and to your needs, and it takes you exactly to where you need to be. So if you combine those two, and now here is the kicker, you can have some treats, you can have some ice cream, you can have some dessert, quite in fact, actually encourage you to do that, which well, sounds maybe paradox or counterintuitive to you, but you need to realize that if you actually proactively include these foods into your diet, you will not crave them as much, you will not need them as much, and you will not have any binge eating attacks, and you will not feel as frail and weak, right? It's almost a bit of a weakness. If you eat 100% fully plant-based whole foods, like you're very fragile. You're very fragile because, I mean, I've heard the story a lot. I've experienced this in the past myself, but it's a, it's, it can be a very fragile way of being. Like you're going out to a restaurant and you can't really have anything. You can't really enjoy time with your friends. If you, if your friend cooks for you and like by by chance, they unfortunately mixed in some dairy and you have you accidentally have the dairy, your whole digestive system shuts down, right? Or you go to a restaurant with friends and you can't have any meals and you travel somewhere, you can't really have any food. It's just a very fragile way of existing. And for me personally, I don't really want to live that way. I want to live kind of a fluid way. I want to have my values that I stick to that are strong and that I believe in. But then also, I would like to just go with the flow and make life, you know, flow in a, in a direction that is forward. Like, we have, we all have enough challenges in our lives. So if we can, I think in certain situations, it makes sense to, it makes sense to go with the flow and to, don't make it too hard on yourself, right? But going back to the fragile thing, you don't need to do that, right? You can eat mostly whole food, plant-based diet, but you can still have some treats. And what that will allow you to do, you will finally stop labeling food. You will have a better relationship to food. You will finally feel like this could be a lifestyle change, a long-term change that you can do for the rest of your life where it's not even dieting anymore. It's just a lifestyle, right? Wouldn't that be amazing where... You don't have to tell your friends, oh, I'm on this diet, I'm on that diet. It's just like, you're just in shape, you're lean, you're, you're thriving. And it's just who you are. Like, not to toot my own horn, but that's how my life works at the moment. I, it's just who I am. And people know that. And I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to, no one questions me. People ask me for advice. And it really comes from a good place. It doesn't come from a place of, hey, I know better than anyone. It's more of a, hey, like he actually just walks the talk. He does what's need, what needs to be done. And the results 
speak for itself, right? So if you marry those two approaches, you will never feel restricted again. You can eat all the foods that you enjoy as long as you focus on macros and you focus on basing your diet on a plant-based diet. If you go fully vegan, that's great. If you go 90%, that's amazing too. But you need the macros in place to be successful. And again, I encourage you to have some treats here and there. I personally, I'm a big ice cream fan. It's a bit of a weakness. So I, but again, I'm not, I don't feel guilty about that. It's just the way I am. Um, which by the way, it's interesting. Another side point. I'll talk more about mindset stuff in the next couple of weeks and months, but try to not feel guilty. Like feeling guilty, there's no need for you to feel guilty. You're not guilty for anything. You're just, you're just doing your thing and guilt in a sense, in a weird way, will kind of reinforce itself um, if you keep telling yourself that you're guilty of something. So I love ice cream and that's just the way it is and I embrace it. So I have it a couple times a week, not every day, right? I have some lentil, lentil chips. I had some lentil, lentil chips yesterday. I had some, uh, some tiramisu, some plant-based tiramisu a couple days ago. Like, it's fine, right? I mean, what's, what's the matter? It's not an issue at all. And it really comes from a, it comes from a place of abundance. And that's what I kind of want to segue into the, the next like, part of this episode to drill the home down. Okay, when you're feeling restricted and you feel like you can't eat the food to enjoy, again, the first step I already explained. And now the second step is to realize that if you need to and want to lose weight, there's going to be some restriction, Right, it's not going to be possible to keep eating the way you're eating and get to the shape you want. It's just this just doesn't work, right? Else you would be there already. So restriction on one side can be on the foods that you enjoy, right? That we all recovered, but restriction can also be in terms of calories and amount of food. So we just covered that you can eat whatever you like, but then also we need to kind of segue that into okay, you gotta eat less. That's definitely the case if you're trying to lose weight and fat. But however, again, here, it's not even quantity of food. It's not even volume of food. It's like mostly calories uh, of food that you got to reduce. And that's something that our members always um, kind of rave about when they come on. It's like, wow, I can eat so much food. I didn't even know that that's possible. And it is. If you choose the right foods, high volume foods that are low on calories, it's a life changer. You can eat so much food while ingesting a l- low amount of calories. So to, to talk about the second point here, feeling restricted on a diet is definitely, you know, that's just the way it is. You got to realize, okay, I'm taking on this, this journey. And before it can become a lifestyle, which I just talked about, there is some work required. And again, I, I would love to be just all sunshine and rainbows, but there's some work required to, to get the weight off and there's some restric- restriction required. But however, within that restriction, within the calorie and macro framework, you can still have the foods you enjoy. So it doesn't really feel like a restrictive approach. What feels restrictive and unsustainable is the aggressive keto dieting, the aggressive juice cleansing, the aggressive raw dieting, and even the 1,200 calories or 900 calories craziness I've seen online. Do not do that. Never go below 1,500 calories. That's all not needed. Like, that's just, 
complete and utter nonsense and it's going to damage your metabolism, it's going to damage your hormones and obviously if you're there, like that's just a miserable existence. But when you can eat 1500 calories and then you can eat the foods you enjoy and again, obviously these calories are dependent on each person but we never go below 1500 even for a tiny woman, never. Um, if you can eat an abundance of calories and you can eat any food you like and you know how to, I mean, are you going to feel restricted? Probably not that much. And that kind of solves the issue. So if you currently are dieting and you're feeling restricted, like you can't eat the foods you enjoy, then you diet in the wrong way. And if you feel like you're eating like low amount of calories and you're feeling very starved and, and deprived, also not the right way of doing it. And I kind of explain how to do it instead. So long story short, embrace the the variety of foods we have available. Not don't be afraid of food. You know, food is great, food is delicious, and oh, it's life, right? Food is life. And I mean, funny side fact, I've been dabbling in celery juice a bit more the last couple of weeks. I will give a verdict at some point in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'm trying to make it a daily to do routine. I'm struggling to currently do that, but I think there's a lot of potential in that. Um, I mean, green juices itself, not always the best choice, especially since they're made with apple juice most of the time. But celery juice or kale juice, like pure, that's definitely an interesting one. So I'll keep you guys posted on that, but that was just a side note. Thank you so much for listening. I do appreciate every single one of you. And I hope you enjoyed and found it helpful. If you did, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss on new episodes and leave a rating and review. I highly appreciate it. Thank you so much. Talk to you in the next episode. Peace out.